Welcome to Politics and Right. My name is Egberto Willis, your host. We are going to have a great show for you today. But before we get started, remember what I always ask all of you folks. Remember to shorten our fun drive. And we're not in fun drive yet. We're not there yet. I always ask you to go to kpft.org. Keep these great programs on air. And you know who kind of passed by as I was about to start the show? This guy that calls himself the general manager of KPFT. Don't say what I know you're going to say. Interim. The general manager interim. of KPFT. Interim. You, you, must, know, you hey, must add interim. Sandy Wyman. Sandy, how you doing, my brother? Doing okay, Egberto. It's good to see you down here. And once again... This building's lit up with activity. I know. we. Uh, the, you guys have Studio 2 getting ready to really get on fire, huh? Exactly. Our HD2 studio, it's uh, very close to be crackling on the FM airwaves and around the world on the Internet. So that's coming up. Mo Thomas is here. and We've got a couple of people working on that. Stuart and... You know, Crozier, Bill Crozier's Bill in there doing as some well. Hard yep. work in there. So yeah. they're all they're in there wiring that small studio up. It's actually not that small. It's a really nice space. So I want to thank everybody for their support of community media and make sure that uh, you know, like you said, we can shorten the fun drive. Yeah. yeah, we can do a lot of things. But one thing that we are doing right now here. We have a different type of drive. It's not a fun drive. It's a food drive. Yep. You see, it turned out, it turns out that Egberto requires a lot of food, a whole lot of food. I'm amazed at how much. No, I, 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 I kid, okay? We're working with the Mana Food Pantry of the Third Ward, and I just came from there dropping off another trunk load of food that people have brought. So... They're really happy about this. I got to tell you, it's that time of year where those pantries, they're getting, they're pretty well depleted, Egberto. Yeah. You know, the holidays came and went. Everybody thinks about that. And they're giving out the big turkey dinners. And well, guess what? We're rolling into February in the cold winter days. And this is when people really need the warming food, the shelf-stable food. Bring it on down here, whatever you can, to 4504 Caroline Street. We're asking for a minimum donation of $20 in food, canned foods, shelf-stable foods, or a $20 bill. And, you know, and, and like, let me tell you, folks, Sandy, you said you already drove a whole lot of it to the two Two, two carloads. Wow. Yeah. Folks, don't forget, come on out here, 4504 Caroline. Come on, 4504 Caroline. You know why? Because we are community radio and we are doing the community thing. So thank you, guys. But, Sandy, anything else you want to say before we get on to our other guest? No, just thanks for what you do. And everybody out there, you have a real great afternoon. And thanks for listening and supporting. And I want to tell you, Senor, thank you very much for what you're doing. Let me tell you something before you before you leave here, folks. Getting a studio up and running, doing all the things and getting all the volunteers coordinated and all of that is no small task. So I think uh, we got to tell you, good job, brother. Uh, great job. Thank you, Egberto. All right. Hey, my buddy here is in the studio with me as well. Come on in, señor. How, como estás, John? My, my Venezolano star. How you doing, sir? How are you, Alberto? Thank you for the invitation again. Well, look, let me tell you. Today I'm talking. Uh, today I am actually talking Medicare uh, Advantage, but I wanted you here for a special reason. You just got back from Venezuela. Give me an update. You know, we are always interested in, in, in my part of the world. Talk to me. Well, uh, again, Venezuela is, is an experiment. Yes. We, 
I mean, every 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 political uh, activist should go there uh, and to see how you know experiments go wrong. Mm-hmm. I agree with so, that part. Yeah. So, well, is is the most uh, like income inequality in the world, I guess. So in Caracas, that is the better area. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have like some bubbles, some areas like I don't know. Las Mercedes is a, is a very commercial area, mm-hmm. and the east of the city mainly, like is going like Las Vegas. You need new buildings and new restaurants. And let rest- me stop you right there because when you went back to Venezuela, because you and I talk a lot, we we don't necessarily agree perfectly on economic issues but we are darn good friends and yes, we, we talk we talk about all these issues and whereas i believe more in in a state that provide uh, uh, more social services etc uh, i think you 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 believe in some of that as well but you believe more you, you sure you're a strong capitalist well uh, those labels are terrible <laughs> i okay. but let, let's, you, let's clean it up yeah clean yes, it up yes okay um I mean, Venezuela has always been a social democracy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the pre- before Chavez, the two main parties was a social democratic party, Acción Democrática, mm-hmm. and a social Christian party that is the left side of the Catholic mm-hmm. uh, trend, uh, COPE. So mm-hmm. we had always had like possession of a state owner of many of the production means we had free education like free health system I mean, a lot of intervention of the state in 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 the economic life mm-hmm. and it was well handled let's say mm-hmm. because we had so much oil and on the government right. was managing all the income from oil so the government mainly had enough money to do whatever, to, to even su- to waste if to necessary. Su- most, a lot of waste. Yes. Uh, the, it all started after, after. Um, I mean, we have a dictator until 1948. Let me time you a second. Perez Jimenez. Uh, uh, Ray, I'm coming to you in a minute. I just want uh, John to finish with his thought. Go ahead, sir. So uh, after the dictatorship of Perez Jimenez in 1948, it started what we call the democratic era. Mm-hmm. So the first... 20, 25 years were very prosperous. Venezuela became what is known like the best country in South America. Like all the income was similar to the United States. So we were rich. Mm-hmm. We thought we were. Mm-hmm. But after that, the same two parties changing government about every five years, you know, social democracy and social Christianity, they started being very corrupt. Like you said, it's, you know, Sending money, even giving away money to countries. Well, hey, that's how Citgo got formed here in the United States. Well, that was an investment. Yes. Okay, that was a necessary investment because our oil is heavy and sulfurous. Full and of sulfur, we, yes. we needed to have the refinery to process our oil to be able to sell to the United States. So, But the thing is that the two political parties became very low uh, appreciation. People was getting mad with the politicians, and and we had the outsiders. 1998, we had two outsiders, an entrepreneur, business owners, that was uh, Enrique Salas Romer and the military ex coup uh, socialist Hugo Chavez. Mm-hmm. So Chavez won by six percent, and then it came a deeply, much more deep 
state ownership of everything. He expropriated companies. He, he took away private property of almost everybody. And we ended up having what we have now. That is, But I, I tell you, and Ray, I'm coming to you right now, but I tell you one thing. You were surprised when you went home and saw bubbles of prosperity. Oh, yes, because of, that's the effect of the U.S. sanctions. Right. So the U.S. sanctions make that the Chavista elite, that they are super millionaires, they cannot invest their money anywhere else. So they invest in Venezuela. They invest in luxury, ridiculous things for rich people. Unforeseen circumstances. But anyhow, let's go ahead and bring Ray into the, uh, He said he wanted to make a comment on Medicare Advantage, which is the subject for today. Come on in, Ray. How are you doing today, my brother? Uh, yeah, Egberto, uh, happy Friday, first Happy Friday, sir. Yeah, I was listening to your guest and just hearing some of the things that they've been able to advance, and what I was actually coming to you is kind of from a personal standpoint, because, um, currently my mother Mm -hmm. is going through cancer. Oh, sorry. And she, um, had Medicare Advantage, and I'd been listening to you prior to her getting the diagnosis and she had been complaining a bit about all these bills that are piling up that they just won't pay. Right. And I said, what kind of, I thought, mom, you're, you're over 65. You're in Medicare. Yeah. Shouldn't you have medic, you have Medicare, right? Don't they take care of that? She's like, no, I have Medicare advantage. It was cheaper. Right. And I'm like, but wait, mama, you're not, let me just be clear on this. I've always considered my mom one of the most financially competent, literate people in my life. Mm-hmm. And usually she's able to see past scams. Mm-hmm. But in this particular case, it definitely seems like she got got. You know now what? she's getting Ray, all these bills piling up. Ray, um, don't hold that against your mother at all. The psychological advertising that goes with Medicare. I tell you what, I'm going to ask you to do this, Ray. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to go through the the essay for the show today. And folks, you can all read the essay at politicsdoneright.com/newsletter. If you can't stay for the whole thing, politicsdoneright.com/newsletter. And then we will. Uh, th- then, if you need to call back again, call back. But I want to start with this because this is going to answer exactly what you just said. Okay, my brother. All right, bro. I'm going to be listening now, and thank you for listening. Thank you very much, sir. All right, folks, the title of the show today is, and I, I welcome John here with me, where I just wanted to hear his, his, his words on Venezuela. I, I love so, the brother. By the way, again. Yes, go ahead. You know, you know I'm an insurance agent yes. here in the U.S., yes. and I have, have been a sales rep for Medical Advantage. Right. <laughs> so, so You're no longer doing that, right? No, but I didn't have the impression that I was fooling people when I, know, I did it. But, you know, you didn't. You were doing your job. You were doing your job. So at least the speech or the information we provide, I thought it was correct. Sir. And, and it looks like a good sir, product. Sir, you were doing your job. I don't hold – in this system, I hold nobody accountable that, 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 that are in the trap of what we've got. So here we go. Title of the show today is – this is why Medicare Advantage scam. This is why the Medicare Advantage scam will be difficult but very important to solve. Subtitle is the Medicare Advantage. Whoops, let me get my thing right. The Medicare Advantage facade is beautiful, 
but the destruction it progressively causes to health care for the elderly and disabled will be realized when it is too late if we do not stop it now. And here we go. Yesterday, the co-founder and president of One Payer States, Chuck Pinacchio, appeared on Politics Done Right to discuss the different methods of destruction of Medicare via Medicare Advantage and ACO Reach. And you're going to be hearing a lot about ACO Reach going forward. These programs are nothing more than taxpayer wealth transfer conduits to the few. The problem is that the, these programs are very well advertised. They also use many gimmicks to get people to sign up. Worse, it works well for a select few who do not bump up against their hidden pitfalls. As Brother Ray was talking about, his mother was doing fine with Medicare. She got a cheaper price. Everything she did right because of what they told her. But when she really got sick and really needed the service, the bills piled up. You are just the raw material for them to get there. To maximize their profits, your services must be cut or they must rip off the government as they are doing now or both. Remember, they charge the government a certain percentage for every single person they put into the system at a premium. They determine your level of sickness to determine where you categorize yourself and that's how they get paid. And then if you happen to be sicker than they thought you would be, brother, it's on your own. I received an email from a dear friend who listened to the tail end of the program. She is having a great experience with Medicare Advantage and is definitely co- and it is definitely costing her less. And her services are excellent. Her services are excellent. If I use your email on a program, I always protect your identity by removing your name or any information. So I'm using her words here without any identifying information. By the way, folks, give us a call, 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. Hit the number two to get on air with us. Anyway, uh, she. this is what my friend wrote to me. Hope you're well. Thank you in advance for listening to my rant about Medicare Advantage. I only caught part of your program and maybe I missed a good argument, but I was not impressed with Chuck indictment of Medicare Advantage. In other words, she listened to, Medi- to, listen to, to Chuck and she was like, look, I got Medicare Advantage. I'm happy with it. What are you talking about? As you know, Medicare does not cover much by itself and everyone needs a Medigap or advantage plan. Mm-hmm. For, that is what she says. Uh, for me, a decent Medigap plan would be several hundred dollars a month, which would not include prescription drug coverage. My United Health plan is $10 a month, and I can see my doctor who takes Medicare for a slightly higher copay. My primary care doctor has no copay nor do telehealth visits with my primary specialist or urgent care doctor. That is beautiful. That sounds great. It is. Yes, I know. I know. Uh, and includes medicines. I know. Based Medicare yes, doesn't it does. include it. I know. Let me finish, though. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of elderly person issues with my spine and have been getting shots by a pain specialist under fluoroscope. Cost is $35. I have seven I had seven MRIs in six months for only eight hundred seventy five dollars. The doctor network 
is really good, not just the schlocky ones who need patience, but folks from Mount Sinai and Columbia and Northwell Health. I also get free dental checkups and cleanings. I did four months of PT for $10 a session. I really can't complain. And what? James, sometimes James. And James, James is yeah. beautiful. And eye doctors. And I, yeah, let me finish her. She tells okay. me all of that. She's great. She gets all of that. The commercials are obnoxious, but I think depending on your area, the company, and most importantly, the participant doctors and hospitals, you can't beat it. I know. Remember what, remember what Brother Ray said? He said, my mother is savvy. My mother is financially intelligent. My brother next to me here, John from Venezuela, he's savvy. He's very intelligent as well. Okay? But you know what? In our economic system, folks, it's not about intelligence. It's not about financial savvy. It's about inhumaneness. I continue. I agree with the problem of corporate greed. This is, what, this is her talking still. I agree with the problem of corporate greed and the need for a single-payer system. But I would hate, and this is an advice she's given, and she is right. I agree, but I would hate for someone like Chuck to dissuade someone from talking to a reputable licensed agent and eventual and evaluating their options in a rational way. And I'm sitting next to a someone who was an agent. I'm still uh, no, but not Medicare no. Advantage. No, no, no. Okay. I'm an insurance agent. I know, but yeah. you're not a you're not selling Medicare no, Advantage. I'm, okay, no. because if you're selling Medicare, I, I would have a problem with you. <laughs> I could, but, but no. I know, but now. anyway. So, uh, if you speak to a reputable person, you should be fine. And she she ends. I believe Chuck said something to the effect that the plans get you in with their hype, but you can't get care when you need it. That simply isn't true. To my dear friend, that isn't true for her because, again, she is one of the select few who got into a select plan of but good. What is the catch? I mean, what, what's the moment I, my answer is when going they to disappoint you? And my when, an, I'm coming. I'm okay. coming. I'm coming. Patience, patience, patience. All right. Yes, the system is sick. But for many seniors living in the here and now, that's where she's absolutely right again. For people living in the here or now, Medicare Advantage is a good option till you become Brother Ray's mother. I, who, I don't want to be 65, but I would love to have Medicare Advantage. And, I mean, and, and, and you, that's what you think. But here, let yes. me tell you, let me tell you. If you listen to Ray's, what Ray's mother is going through, you'll understand what's the difference. And let me continue now. The great experience that my friend is getting cannot be discounted. It is a great experience she had or is having. She's absolutely right. Note she also acknowledges that a single-payer system is the only economical answer. I replied to her as follows. And listen to the reply in detail, please, my dear brother. Great hearing from you, sis. Please give my regards to hubby. You have a great deal with great and great with great doctors and great perks. For your individual case, your Medicare advantage made sense and cost you a lot less and was the most prudent thing to do at that time. But here's a kicker. Now here is Chuck and my beef. It is not sustainable. The reason there is Medicare is that the private sector would have to charge too much to include older people who get sicker in their plans. 
So they offloaded it to the government who have a non-profit system with a 2% overhead in administration. It is generally the standard 80-20 plan, what Medicare is. Medicare is an 80-20 plan. Uh, overhead, uh, 80-20 plan with dent, without, without dental, without eyes, without hearing. Medigap covers your 20%, and if you want those other coverages, eye, etc., it costs you more. Yes, it is more than the average Medicare Advantage. But the way Medicare Advantage works on the inside is to overcharge the government for each subscriber by a bunch. They make money from the overcharge and by denying coverage where possible, as what Ray's parent is going through right now. In your case, they are likely still fairly profitable on the overcharging portion so that they do not deny too much for you. All those extra billions are going into the pockets of the shareholders and executives. It costs the entire Medicare system more to allow those parasites to make money on your illness. Medicare Advantage uses the perks, dental, hearing, eye, coverage as selling points, while buying politicians to forbid standard Medicare from offering those services. Let me stop there. Again, the reason standard Medicare does not offer dental, eyes, or ears, and an 80-20, is because your insurance companies have bought your politicians to say, even though the government could provide insurance, remember, insurance is just paying a bill, nothing more. Insurance is just paying a bill, nothing more. They talk about risk management. If you have one pool, if you have one pool, there's no risk management to talk about. Risk management is, is an oxymoron when it comes to insurance for health care for all. But continuing, the government could allow you to get those services at a less expensive cost. You can't pay. How, how can you prove that? It's easy. You know how? Because I can prove it 100%. Mm -hmm. And it's called reductio al absurdum. And read the reductio al absurdum say this. If all your expenses are expenses, if, if, you're, if each individual payer, let's say insurance company number one, insurance company number two, insurance company number three, all of them have executives to pay. All of them have shareholders to pay. All of them have advertising costs to pay. All of them have all these different costs that they have to pay. Government is insurance company number five. Government does not have to pay any of these guys. The same, it's not rocket science to go to a, a, a set of doctors and say, let's make a deal as far as how much we're going to pay you for services, which is what insurance companies do. Insurance companies do something called managing risk. That's what they do, managing risk. But if the government was the sole payer, there's no risk to manage. There's only the risk of the country, right? Managing risk, you do managing risk so that the shareholders can make money. You do managing risk so that the corporate executives can get a bonus. When you're working at the government level, there's no managing risk. Go, sir. I think, I think this topic enters into the socialism, capitalism topic. No, no, I don't want to touch those, those words yet. I know, but I mean, what what you're saying is, in one side you have the profit, 
right. as, as one of the goals of what drive all the motivation yes. and organization of the private companies. Yes. And the other side, you said government, as they don't search for profit, right. it's going to be less expensive. And let me stop you Because right you're going to be saving the profit. Yes. But the other thing you are not considering, what yes. is missing in your analysis, is that when the government runs, you don't have the motivation. That's not I, true. I, I'm not, I was telling you about Venezuela, and we had government-run services and companies for 50, 70 years. Yes. And I remember when you couldn't get a new telephone line because the government-run telephone company and was a fault disaster. Is that? Whose and fault is that? The, the motivation. No, the, that's not true. Let me tell you, what the, yeah, let me tell you, you whose you fault want, it you, is. You want to de demonstrate something that has been already demonstrated. It has with, never been. With time. No, no, no. All, all, all let countries me give it, let me, let that have been using government-run services my brother, has failed. My brother, my brother. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's go into true examples now. Uh, a lot of times when we talk about this type... And Tag, I'm coming to you in a little bit. When we talk about this type of, medi uh, of medicines or... or, or programs, right? Too often people use Venezuela as an example, or they use Cuba as an example. Terrible. And the reason why they use those two as examples is because the United States has already put their their boot on their neck. Let's use a better example. Let's use Scandinavia as a first, no, first people on, that on. put their boots on our necks was Fidel Castro and the Soviets mm. and the socialists. Let's I mean that was the first boot. I know that's what you would think. Let me let me remind you that when Fidel Castro took over Cuba, he the first people he came to when he was a, trying to attempt a democratic nation was to the United States who rebuffed him and after he was rebuffed by the United States because the United States wanted the corrupt government of Cuba, who was then, uh, uh, I forgot the name of the, the dictator in Cuba. Batista. But who was, wait, let's finish. Who was Batista? Batista was keeping people who looked like me sweeping floors. Batista kept the same corruption that he had for a plutocratic type government in Cuba. We, uh, Castro first came to the United States. That was our greatest mistake. Our greatest mistake was not to adapt, uh, to, to bring him into the fold. But that's not the subject that, for today. By that's the, the way, it was today. the same mistake made by the United States with uh, Vietnam. Because Ho Chi Minh also went to talk to the United States before accepting so we help do, from the again, Soviets. The but I'm not defending or attacking the United States. I'm just saying that the system that Fidel Castro establishes was a disaster. Well, Without, Don't consider the United States. No, no, no. The United have, States is not in the, you in the cannot, equation. You cannot take the United States out of the equation. You cannot take... Any government who has the foot on the neck out of the equation. You cannot blockade a country and then say your economic system does not work if you blockaded that country. Uh, uh, by you the way, I, I brought you the, the, the book. to demonstrate yeah, you but we do that offline. How, how the, the blockade to Venezuela is not the cause of the problem. I understand. So I, I brought you enough Dem that's you know, that's fine. That's argument for that. that. That's fine. But let, let, yes. let me let me let me continue though with this, and then I, then I get with you. So, folks, as I as I mentioned before, right, as, and as I explained to John here, reductio al absurdum. It is impossible in a system like healthcare, and this is not up for debate at all. In private insurance companies have a ton of expenses. Some of them shareholder uh, monies for shareholders as well as monies for the executive, etc. That's your money 
that should otherwise be going for health care. For the government to be less effective than the private insurance companies, they would have to have a wasteful spending of over 30%. Over 30% misuse. This is what the private companies do right now. Private companies in healthcare. I am a free enterprise person. I honestly believe in free enterprise. Just not in healthcare, just not in energy. Things that people require should never be up for profit. Let me continue with the essay. And by the way, you can read the essay at politicsandright.com. Uh, let's go to Tag first. Let's bring Tag in. Tag, come on in. Tag, you're on. Hey, Egberto, how you doing? All right, talk to me, my brother. Well, I just think this whole uh, uh, single-payer uh, would work because of the economy of scale, which is so important. That That's why socialism works, because of economy of scale. That's why we have these great road systems, because of economy of scale. Right. And a lot of people don't want to consider that, you know? Let me so, just say, Tag, because yeah. my brother here in the studio, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mean to cut you, but I, I just need to say this. My brother in the studio with me today always uses Venezuela and Cuba as the examples of when, when the state doesn't work. And I like to use uh, Sweden, and I like to use uh, Norway, and I like to use uh, different Scandinavian countries where they don't have the problems that we have with health care when you talk about a single-payer system because it just, it's just a, mathem it's a mathematical impossibility for private companies but to do you better. You need to research because in those Scandinavian countries, the government is responsible for the service, but most of the service is delivered by private and companies. And that's what I want. It's, it's delivered by private I companies. I want that. So it's, there is nothing wrong with private companies involved in services to I have the no people. Again, I have yes. no problem with that. I, In fact, that's what I said. If you read, if you read my tenets, I'm coming back to you, Tag. If you, meet, if you read okay. my tenets, I believe, I believe the private sector, because of innovative reasons, have, there's a value in there, but not where they don't. Like pharmaceuticals, there's no value in pharmaceutical companies because all the research occurs in universities. Let's pay pharmaceutical companies to be what they are, marketers. Market the drugs. That's what they do well. They don't do good inventing anything. So I, well, they don't. I, don't. Don't be total. No, I'm I mean, some. No, 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 there no. Is, there is research in the universities and there is research there in the companies. There is very little. I mean, both. The companies only research what universities say. And, and by the way, likely. we already agree that companies should be paying for those patents, for those technologies. So we agree on that, right? Yes, of course. Okay, and good. if the state mm -hmm. is funding mm -hmm. those research, yes. the state should get money so from... That, you socialist? No, that's a... You are no, a socialist. It's, complete, it's capitalism. <laughs> I love you, brother. It's capitalism. It, who is the founder? No. Whoever that invests the money yeah. gets Let's get results. tag to finish. Let's get tag to finish. Come on okay. in, brother tag. When and then the, Alistair, when, you're up uh, next. When the economy of scale quits working is when you have graft and greed involved and right. people are taking money out where they shouldn't be. And I think that's what gets overlooked right. in so many of these communist countries. It's like all of a sudden you have somebody just taking all the money and not putting it where it needs to be. Exactly. And I just want to say something about socialism versus capitalism mm -hmm. is that it takes money to make money. And, and so often the capitalists do not want to put money into Amen. where it needs to be put. Well, just like with this electric vehicle thing now, we need this electrical thing. The oil is running out. And if we don't, if the government's not pushing the uh, electric vehicle, the new batteries, all that stuff, 
the capitalists are not going to put the money in there until they could. We can actually show a profit. Exactly. In this thing. That's my point. That's what I was trying to tell John. The cap, even with 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 uh, drugs, they don't invest in trying to to fail. They uh, the universities take care of failing for them, and then when the university comes up with a a a substance that seemed to work. In other words, socialism. When they they come up with a substance that seems to work, then the marketers come and then they invest in something that have a, a better likelihood of success. Tag anything else before I go? I wanted to jump on to Alistair. Well, that's that's just what the, the way that the COVID vaccines came about. The government put the money in to go. develop COVID in the colleges, yes. and then once it was proven, then then these other people came in and took over. And it's like more power to capitalism. But you got to understand the roots of making money comes out of the government, Amen. like like what they learned in zero gravity and the experience in outer space. Yes. Then they come back here. We have all these things from NASA. Well, without NASA, we wouldn't have a lot of stuff we got right now. It's all paid by economy of scale. Tag, you ha- you Thanks. hit the nail on the head. Thank you so kindly for calling in. Tag, let's go to Alistair. You have a great day, brother. Alistair, my sister, come on in. That's line number one. Alistair, come on in. All right, there you go, Alyssa. Come on in. Oh, there I am. Yes. Now I'm here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, you know, I fought for years to get disability. Mm-hmm. I have a mental health diagnosis, and it, it at times can be crippling. I'm not. It's, so it's like you go for a very long time without income. Mm-hmm. Then you get, you qualify for disability, but you have to wait an additional two years to get signed up for Medicare, mm-hmm. at least here in Texas. I don't know if it's a federal thing or what, mm-hmm. but while I was, when I was approaching my close to my two year waiting period to be over with, I was looking around to see would med sticking with the regular Medicare and signing up for a Medigap option be better than going with the Medicare advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get that option. I didn't get to get Medigap. I have prescriptions, and if I were to pay out of pocket, I wouldn't afford my prescriptions, period. Mm -hmm. That wouldn't have serviced my family or myself or my community. You know, me not being able to receive the medications. Mm -hmm. Um, So that, that option was taken from me. I don't know why I couldn't get a Medigap. It would have been more cost-effective, I believe, to get Medigap and standard Medicare. Yeah, let me let me tell. Uh, John wants to answer. Choice. John, John, go ahead, John. The the thing is that the Medigap is, is is an insurance, and they they are not by law. I mean, any company they they could deny the Medigap right. depending on the person. Uh, the Medicare Advantage is not; they don't have the the right to 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 deny the the That's signing in, and and the Medigap doesn't include the medicines. So if you want to have the medicines, the the way will go through Medicare Advantage. Yeah, no, actually, you could go to Medicare Part D. Yeah, yeah, yeah but you have to buy you the Medigap plus D. the Medicare Part D. Right. So so sometimes it's, right, yeah. right. But let me just say one other thing, Alice. I want to correct one thing. When you, okay. if you get Medicare right out of right when you turn sixty-five, is right away. If if you turn six, no, no. I mean, if you if you if you uh, sign up for Medicare uh, the first time, 
They uh-huh. Medigap cannot deny you. Don't let them fool you. Medi- Correct. They cannot Correct, deny. But, but if I'm you signed up for Medicare Advantage, oh, you're not 65. That is, yeah, that's right. the difference. I'm, I'm under right. 50. That's the, that's the, that's the, the and difference. And I think that's why I wasn't able to get Medigap. Right. And then I couldn't get Part D. Right, because you are not 65. And here's a kicker about that, my dear lady. And this is what drives me crazy. That is why we do need... Medicare, or rather, healthcare for all. Healthcare for all. Because yes. of all, you know, why would as an American citizen, in order to have private companies make a lot of profit, have to go through so many hoops to get healthcare? Dude. Think about that. Why do exactly. you, my daughter has two strokes? My yep. daughter had two strokes. I'm living this. My wife has lupus. I am living this. I don't. Yep. I don't even bother going to doctors because I want to be able to take care of them without finding out anything wrong with me right now. It's it's stupid, right. but that's what I do. Okay. Now here's what I'm it trying to tell you. This is very important for all Americans to understand. Very important for all Americans to understand. We are being conned, and it's not. That's I'm not saying bit. that because of who I am or anything like that. We are yeah, being a regular conned and we allow ourselves, we allow them to create narratives. We allow them to tell us stories about why the private sector is better. It's a lie. It's a Absolutely. lie. It's a lie. They and let me tell you better. I, I'm going to tell you this. I worked uh, there. You know, uh, government is only as good as we want government to be. In other words, exactly. if, if, you, if you complain about government being bad, look in the mirror because you Fix can it. change it. And that's yeah. what I am doing as a, an in the, in the independent activist citizen. I am saying yeah. I am going to make sure to elect people who are going to really serve the people. Right? Exactly. And, and we have to, we have to what, the pri- what the private plutocrats want you to believe is the following. You are impotent. You are not capable. And government is some additional entity. We have to start telling the truth. Government is you. If you have a lot of lousy people in government like we have now, you put them there. You are the one who put people who want to take your health care away. You are the one who put people, as John would say, that don't want to innovate. All the people that I know in government that I've helped elected, when I say I, I mean our posse, has helped elected. Right. These are good people. These are people who are innovative people. These are people who want to get things done. So, folks, yep. if you really want... Uh, I tell you what, Alice, anything else you want to say before I finish my, my essay? No, we're good. We're good. I just want to just put it on the record. Thank you so kindly, Alistair, for your input. Thank you, Tag. Thank you. Who was the other person that called? I forgot the name of the other person. Anyway. I remember Tag. Uh, tag. Uh, yeah, go uh, ahead. Just... I know that I mean the proposals of improving healthcare have been like focused on the Medicare for all, you know. Not healthcare for all. Okay, but yes. normally the label is like Medicare for all. Right. But those that's the how you pay for it is the insurance. Right. But I think that most of the problem is in the service. It's in the you don't know how an MRI costs. It could be $500 or $5,000. So when you are going to buy an insurance for a car, the car is $30,000 and you know how much could be the insurance. But if you don't know, if the car could be twenty or forty-five dollars or 100000 you don't know 
the insurance have to go for a higher cost because they don't know how the service, how expensive it's going to be. The That's service. a cop out. So the problem is the hospitals is is so disarranged how you get the services and you don't know how it's going to cost. And it's so terrible that there is no good insurance for a service that you don't know the cost. You know what, you know what you're giving? You're, you're saying that the private sector is chaos. You just said that. It's because chaotic. If you, if you talk about the problems with not, the, the not, hospitals not only, and all of that. I mean, whatever. It's not because it's private or it's public. It, 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 is, it, is, it is that there is no rule. I mean, there is a lot of legislation to say this private because... I have been in countries where all the health is run by government yes, and you Sweden. die. And, 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 and you die you everywhere. Live. It's like Spain. If you go to Spain and you don't have a private insurance and you are not dying, if you are asking for a do- visit to the doctor, you need to wait six months. If you live in England and you need to go to the doctor, you need to wait six months when you go to the government-run system. That is completely not no, no. true. I have no, already no, I, can, I, I have people, family living in England Me and too. In Spain. Me too. So, or, but if you are dying, you're having a heart attack, they're gonna, you're going to get into the hospital today. Let's get the real so, story, though. But, but the thing is that I, I want to go on, no matter if it's government-run, the hospital, or it's private. The service has to be transparent. I mean, these services, this is the cost. And when you know the cost, you know how to pay it. And if the insurance will say, okay, this is going to be your lower premium, because now I know exactly how the cost is. Is When you go to the, buy a medicine, that medicine could be $5 or $500. It's sometimes the person beside you is paying 10 times what you are paying or the old the no, older, no, you're right. the older but, way. That's what, so that's not even fair market but it, you're proving my point no no it but, is fair but, market no i just want to add that is it's not only focused on how to pay it is the medicare or the is how to make rules for the service but my brother here's where you made a mistake my dear friend you say, i'm telling you that is exactly how it is meant to work the, the definition of the, the operation of capitalism as we have it is whatever the market will bear. And what will the market bear? The total amount of monies in the system, which comprises your savings, your health, I mean, your, 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 the income that you make, and whatever you can borrow, whatever the market will bear. And that is what I try to preach when I'm talking to people. But, but and, and, do and, you and agree that this, this is what the hospitals do because they actually do? They're it. private, it, yes. It They're is, doing the right thing. No, no, no. That it is not inside the idea of free market. It is free you market. Understand? No, it is not. They are free to charge free whatever market, they want. No, no. Free market means freedom of information. That no. You need, yes. That's not no, what it no, means that's at all. The definition of the free market. Free market is. Talk to Milton Friedman, who is the god of capitalism. Oh, no, I, I have seen all, read many of his books and saw all the videos. And I tell you, free market doesn't mean like. Occulting is hiding the information from the customer. It's supposed to be a customer, consumer, that knows 
all the offers and all the prices and have full of information and makes free decisions. But it does. When you are not there, you are not in the free market area. Now you are in oligopolic or monopolic or what, but it's not, you are but, escaping what the free market definition is. Okay, here's, here's the, the, the definition of capitalism, which many like to equate with the free market, but I equate actually free enterprise with the free market is the maximization the, the the most efficient allocation of resources and the maximization of profits that's the definition okay without fooling people uh, well uh, there's that, that's not a no, part of no. it when when you are when you are doing like unfair practices that, it, it's not free market well, you, are, you, are, you if i am talking about the maximization of profits that means yeah, by all stealing, means, sir. Stealing is Let's a maximization of go, profit. Go to Johnny. Come on in, Johnny. So I tuned into your program at the bottom of the hour. Yes. So I've come into the middle of your program literally, and so I'm not clear on. So I'm not clear on who your guest is. Is he a spokesperson for the healthcare insurance industry? Well, he sells. My my guest is a good. Let me let me first tell you, my my guest is a good friend of mine from Venezuela. He's a a strong capitalist from Venezuela and a good friend. And what I try to tell people is, I I have space to speak to everybody, and I have good friends uh, in every stripe. And I think this is important so that when people are making decisions, they can listen to the arguments that everyone makes and then come out with what they believe is the right answer i think what i'm talking about is more correct than what my brother here is talking about but oh, that is what it is assigned go ahead Johnny. definitely i would say to your friend i'll tell him the same thing i tell republicans every time i hear or see one on tv i right away go to my rolodex and i call their office and i leave a message or i talk to their staff and i'll tell your friend the same thing i tell republicans and centrist what, and and what, and what is that? That is, that is that Bernie's socialism did not poison the drinking water of 99,000 Americans up in Flint, Michigan. That is the result of unfettered, underregulated, mercenary-style capitalism <laughs> and GOP austerity acted upon by Republican state governors. And I can go on, but I'll just abbreviate right there. Thank you, Johnny. Anything else you want to say real quickly? Yeah. Okay, you want me to hang on? No, no, no. Yeah, I'll say anything else you want to say real quickly, my brother. Well, I have a lot more to say, but I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Hey, Johnny, you keep listening. You keep calling. Love you, man. You you keep the pride, okay? You keep. All right. All right. Um, yeah. Um, I just want to. Um, I, I always. Talking to Mike. I, yeah. I always wonder like how i i know we are in a very polarized society mm -hmm. and if i say something that is not exactly your daily speech here um i mean the other side like he said what side is he on mm -hmm. it's like he he is a capitalist or he is a ultra fascist me, no no I, let, right let, i i, I mean I, for example uh, um mm -hmm. the problem with the water in the, what's the flint, name of flint michigan flint michigan yeah mm -hmm. with the lead pipe and things mm -hmm. that's terrible yes i mean no 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 it's not nothing to defend on whoever was fooling the people who was doing that right but that's not a reason of capitalism it, it was government doing the wrong thing and fooling people and intoxicating the citizens is this doesn't is connected to the economical system. It's just 
irresponsibility on government. I, I, I mean, I'm going to tell you where the connection is. But folks, the number is 713-526-5738. Option two, 713-526-5738. Hit the number two to get in. Let me explain one, one thing. Okay. And, 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 uh, you know, you know, we're, 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 we're good friends. But I tell you that what occurred in your 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 impression in Venezuela. I'm from Panama. You're from Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we our economies share the same, or the people share the same kind of things. In fact, most of the Vene- a lot of Venezuelans are now Panamanians. But um, that has left a stigma. That has left a stigma on. Many Venezuelans that I've seen come to the United States, Hugo Chavez. What Hugo Chavez, um, you know, right. when a political system destroys your country, uh, but you don't like. But it. let me tell you, what I'm saying is, and it, it, I understand that. I, I really, genuinely understand that. I can see that through your own eyes. But here's what I what I I think you miss as a friend. This is what you miss. Hugo Chavez was a result of. Uh, thank you, brother. Hugo Chavez was a result of everything capitalist that was occurring in your country that affected many a people in your country. I know you don't like to accept that. Not because it's not true. It is. I mean, I've researched that. No, you don't. You have not. Maybe your sources are wrong. You, That's you, fine. You, you watch too much Telesur, <laughs> too much South of the Border, yes. uh, the Oliver Stone movie. Yes. Yes. This all propaganda. Okay. And, 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 and I brought you this book and, you know, and all the explanations. Yes, too left. Yeah. It's how yeah. not all left are the same. I do agree with yes. that. I agree so with that. When you have a totalitarian as Hugo Chavez that destroyed his own country and killed thousands mm-hmm. of people with, you know, Actually, we still have 300 Let me stop you right prisoners. there. Me, I got to stop you right you there. You cannot be reason. on that I gotta side. You, I got to stop you right there. Yeah. How many? Look, I, and I, I am a, I'm a proud, naturalized American, 100% proud. But do you really think how uh, you, 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 people look at what the people that you say Hugo Chavez killed? Yes. Many of my, some of my friends. And how many have we killed? Who? No, I ask my. It's a rhetorical question. How many people have we killed for ideology? Who? Rhetorical question. I tell you what, I'm going to let you ponder that for a minute. Let's go to Barry and then we'll move on from there. Barry, come on in. But you're going to love Barry. Barry, come on in. Okay. Hello. Yes, Barry, come on in, my brother. Can you hear me now? Of course, I can hear you. How you doing, Barry? Fine, hooray, hooray for the capitalism, capitalism. How can you sit next to a socialist, my, my good friend? The dirty, water in Flint was, the dirty water in Flint was called by capitalism? You kidding me? Had, had the water since been privatized, it would have never got to that point. That was government neglect. Yes, sir. Capitalism. Yes, sir. Capitalists are not in the game for are not running a charity. IBM needs to make money. The shareholders are putting their money at risk, not for their health. They're putting their money at risk for profit. There are socialist countries in the world. You got a problem with American capitalism? There are airplanes going to those socialist hell holes every day. Like, uh, Barry, so why, the, are you, the, why are you still here? No, the, you know the, the the lovely Barry is back. Yes, last week you were agreeing with me. This week you're going against me, no, Barry. No, I'm, no, I'm no, hurt, no, Barry. No, I'm not alone. I'm, I'm not hurt. alone. And, and my brother John is not alone. My brother John is <laughs> exactly. Alone. Hey, hey, Barry. Here's the deal, Barry. Okay, uh, let, let me just say this. Is IBM running a charity? Yes. 
Okay, let me. Not, they are running not. a charity, and let me tell you a charity not for whom. IBM is running a charity for the plutocrats. But They're brother, in the game to make money. Bra- ba- Barry, let me just tell you one thing, okay? Uh, I it is fine for IBM to make money, just not oh, on my you. back. And by the for way, for all for all of those people who believe that the only value, the only thing that has value is capital. In other words, that. Uh, they are investing their ca- they are putting their risk their capital at risk. All those and people, yet- all those people who work in the manufacturing areas and semiconductors for IBM, they are putting their bodies and their life and at risk. And they're getting paid well. They're getting to do paid it. for that. They're but you know what? Free. You know okay, what? They're fine. not getting it commensurate getting- with their loss. Thank you very much, Barry, for calling. I got to go to Jane. Barry, right, love you, your brother. Got to go to Jane. Come on in, Jane. Jane, you're on. I'd like you guys to discuss the latest phenomenon in the United States, and that is the coupons for drugs. The coupons? Discounts? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what? I love, I love that you brought that up, okay? It just shows you pr- – I, I think it means things like good RX and those types of plans, right? That- right, right. And I use them all the time, and yeah. the difference between me paying for the drugs – it's like unbelievable. I difference. love you, Jane, because you are you. You know, when people like you call, you prove my point that this but it system doesn't cost anything. It's a fraud. The system is a fraud. And you, every time I hear somebody say that, right? Like, I let's say I don't know about good RX, right, Jane? And I go well, into how a, do they do it? How, how there, do they there is a middleman call free for I, the consumer. Let me tell you, the people who control drug prices, they are middlemen. I don't remember the exact three letters for it. Something, something, something. I don't remember the name, but there are middle people in the drug industry, okay? And they control the pricing. And the drug companies get the pricing from these guys, and it, it, it's a racket. Just so tr- they resell it. Yes, it's a racket. It's a, it's a racket. It is thuggish behavior that if, if we were doing it on the outside, that we'd be called thugs. But because it's done within the capitalist structure of our system, they're not thugs. They're just, as Barry would say, they are just risking their own money. Let me tell you what happens. The mere fact that I could walk into a store and have to pay $160 if I didn't know about GoodRx, and you could buy that same product at $12, tells you we are living a fraud. We are living a fraud. And I, my brother yeah. wants no, to say I, something. I just want to drop this on that. It is like if you are dumb, they fool you. It's, it's like that. those high prices are there for people with too much money that doesn't ask for a discount. Uh, it, it's, it's, you, just, so you just made terrible. my point of Jay. I, I, yeah, but I'm going to drop things about capitalism and socialism that you need to reconcile with capitalism. No, and this is, this is why. Yes. In the very origin of the socialist ideas, Karl Marx, you know, he says, wo- he says wonders ahead. about yeah. capitalism. Yes. And the capitalism, this, this strong, incapable, creative forces of capitalism as necessary as the base for socialism. And how you call socialism, that is actually social democracy in, in the Scandinavian countries. Yeah, the drugstores do it too. Yes. I mean, like if I take a script to uh, a local supermarket drugstore yes. and, and I don't have insurance or I tell them I don't have insurance. I have Medicare. I'm yes. 76 years of age. Yes. And I can't afford, and I don't have advantage or anything like that. So I, I'm told I have to pay for the drugs. Right. Uh, and so 
they say, okay, and they'll say, we'll put it under one of our discount right. programs. Right. And then I get that same drug that costs cheap, cheap, cheap. $6, like, like for 22 Yeah, let me tell you, Jane, uh, we want to talk about the capitalism thing another time uh, because I only have two minutes Oh, that's now. capitalism? No, 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 no actually, Jane. no, no, the, the fraud that just occurred on you is capitalism, yes. In other words, we'll take you for whatever you're worth. And if we, you know, the, the, the definition of capitalism says this, ma'am, whatever the market will bear. And he, and, and not only that, John just agreed with us because John said it's made for people who don't know or know whatever the market will bear. If you don't know, whatever the market would bear is higher. So it is, it's a dishonest, inhumane yep. system. But let me, no, no, we're not, I'm not defending so that I'm practice. So I'm supporting a dishonest system? Uh, we, uh, right now, right now, all of us, all of us are supporting a dishonest, inhumane system. Let me tell you what we have to do, though, Jane. What we have to do is elect politicians who will create create social structures for us all that support us all at the same time maintain the innovative state of America that America has always been. After all, all the innovation in America that created things are not done by the capitalists. It's done by the people the capitalists pay. Remember that. I want everybody to hear that. All, um, yeah, but that's that's politicians. That is no, that's not politicians. That's we, the people. I tell you what, Jane. Do you listen to my program often? Yes, I do. Well, please keep listening because we're going to be talking about a lot of this. And John is going to be back here because I love my guy. We we go out there. I, I like him. Yeah, I was in Venezuela. Yeah. Thank you, Jane. I like him. Yeah, he, he's my buddy. But and he's it, right, too. Listen to him. He's yeah, right. But that that's fine, Jane. I want you to also continue to listen to my program since you love my program, right? I will. Yeah, I do. I do. I listen to just about every day, but not every day, but pretty much. Great. Uh, look, I, I appreciate you, my dear lady. You have a wonderful rest of your day, thank okay? You. Thank you. keep talking, huh? Thank you now. Hey, Senor Amigo Mio, thank you for spending this time with me here. And no. you'll be back again because, again, you... you, oh, no, you I love a- the opportunity to, to... I mean, I like debate, and I know that the best ideas Rápido, you know Latinos take too long to say their stuff, man. All right. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end it, baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.